Okay, let's look back at the t- first two ODIs between the Proteas and uh, Bangladesh. We are joined on the line by a former Zimbabwe a fast bowler and one of our own at the SABC commentator and analyst, Ed Rainsford. Good evening, Ed. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Hey, Tabisa, how are you doing? Great, great, great. Good to hear from you, Ed. Um, before the, You sound so serious, though, because on TV you're always jovial. <laughs> you, know what, you know what happened? <laughs> I was watching, you know, uh, what's this F1 thing on Netflix. I watched the final episode where Hamilton was robbed. Oh, really? And it put me in a bad mood. Okay, <laughs> okay leave it there because I still have to get there. Drive to survive. I'm almost yeah, there. I'm going to get there by the end of this week. A season like no other. Okay, you've sold it to me now. I have to finish it, Ed. But let's go back to cricket now. Before this series, did you expect Bangladesh to take it to the final ODI? I didn't think they'll be able to take it to the, if I'm honest I didn't think they'll be able to take it to the final ODI because of the venues that um, we are starting off in here in the high felt where the ball bounces and they're not used to the ball bouncing as much and I was very fearful also about uh, the South African bowlers causing them a lot of issues and then on the flip side of that uh, I spent about six weeks in Bangladesh where I covered the Bangladesh Premier League mm-hmm. And then I covered uh, the three ODIs uh, they played against Afghanistan in two T20s. And they seemed to just be able to gather a great deal of momentum. And they were able to put together a very strong um, 15 to come here and compete against South Africa. So after the sort of first 15 overs in that first ODI, I was a bit disappointed with the length that South Africa bowled and how comfortable they made Bangladesh feel at the crease. And then I was actually pleasantly surprised at how good Bangladesh then kicked on and actually went on to win the game. So to answer your question, I was I was a bit concerned with them coming here. And then they surprised me because they, they, ha- they are a nation that is looking to cause uh, upsets and looking to improve their cricket in all aspects of the venues that constitute the, the, the playing nations in the ICC. So, I hope I answered that. Yes, yes. No, you did. And credit to them, especially for winning that first ODI in uh, Centurion. And where did the Proteas let themselves down in that match, according to you, Ed, in that first one? You you know, I I feel that the first sort of 15, 20 overs, uh, because South Africa only picked up their first wicket in the 21st over. So, they didn't strike with the ball. That was a big concern for me. Bangladesh then really set a very good platform for them to get over 300. Uh, And, you know... Whenever you get 300 in, in an ODI game, it's always going to be difficult. I don't care who you are in the world because there's an element of pressure. There's an element of skill with the bat. There's an element where you have to execute in big moments. And I think the big wicket of Rati found it at, at a key point. Uh, I also think South Africa missed Quinton de Kock in that particular game. Mm. Um, and the other area that I questioned throughout the, the game was Cabrera Shamsi not playing in that first ODI on his home ground. He's a wicket taker. And then for him to play in the second ODI and pick up two wickets for 26 and 10 overs told me he would have protected uh, uh, that first innings by Bangladesh by maybe shaving off 30 runs. And South Africa, as a unit, could have saved themselves 30, 35 runs, which I think they would probably admit they gave too many to Bangladesh. And that was probably what separated the two teams at the end. Okay, and then there were three changes made for the second ODI. Are there still, well, Makram was dropped, Petrokwayo and Janssen were dropped. Are there still questions about that all-rounder role when it comes to the Proteas? Yeah, I, 
I think definitely. I think there, there, there are questions that fall around that particular role because, you know, if you look at the all-rounders in the world at the moment, you look at someone like Ben Stokes, you look like uh, look at Jason Holder, um, you're looking at players Colin like Colin DeGrandom. Yeah, Colin DeGrandom. You're looking at those kind of players where they're going to be very effective with the ball. They're going to be match winners with the ball and they can be match winners with the bat. So at the moment, I think South Africa is still searching for that that type of all-rounder which can turn the game on its head and be able to execute in that. Oh, sorry, we seem to have lost Ed there. Apologies for that. Ed Rainsford was talking to us nicely about the cricket here. Yeah, I also still think that um, that, that role is a concern. Is Colin there in Cape Town? Colin, hello, are you there? While we get Ed on the line, Colin? Yeah, tell me, um, uh, Ed, um, sometimes I can choke him. <laughs> because, do you know, Aslam Koza and Hussein Manak are commentating. Then he's interrupted, interrupted. He's asking the scorer, find out this, find out that. And so many times I've heard Aslam saying to him, I'm busy commentating. He, he talks such a lot, he irritates people sometimes, man. You know what I mean? He, he must cool down a bit and, and concentrate also. And, uh, and our commentators, our Afrikaans commentators are very bad. Are very bad. Okay, they're, co- mixing, yeah. they're mixing English and Afrikaans up. Dagan a boundary. I was gemist. I was gemist. Colin, I'm going to bring all these guys for you in studio. I'm going to bring all of them. They must be able to talk for themselves. Yeah, but 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 choke is not the right word to use, though, Colin. Uh, but yeah, you're very passionate about this topic, so we're going to bring them back. Uh, do we have Ed on the line? Oh, okay, we are trying to get Ed back on the line there. Yeah, Colin, every time you want to talk, and it must be a serious issue for you then, that you're just not happy with, with, with the use of language also because commentary, because language is also a big part of a commentary. Um, yeah, with the Afrikaans, obviously, it's not my first or no second language, so I'll, I'll have to take your word for it there, but we'll bring these guys and we'll come because I was listening to them. I actually enjoy it, and that's just my opinion. I actually enjoy it, and I was listening to Udo, I think he was talking in Afrikaans with Hussein Manak there. It was quite, um, it was quite interesting. But um, Colin's not happy, so yeah, let's hear. We got Ed back on the line. Sorry about that, Ed. We lost you when we were talking about the all-rounder role. So who, in your opinion, can fill that role? I actually don't have an answer for you at the moment. <laughs> oh, because wow, that helps. <laughs> the, the, the honest truth is you've got to be able to set that, that all-rounder role at a very high standard because mm. that person will win your games at the moment. And so right now, I think South Africa are trying to look to Andrew Petequire to do that. They're looking to uh, Wayne Parnell, who then got injured. They're looking at Dwayne Pretoria to also fill that void. And so those are the three names that are sort of falling in the hat at the moment. Um, and, and you look at India, they've got Ashwin, they've got Jadeja. But those are spin bowlers, but they mm. execute well with the ball and with the bat as well. So it doesn't have to be a fast bowler all-rounder. Mm. It can be a spinner, and India have been able to do that. So... I think South Africa still needs to search. They've still got um, some important games to come. They've got to try and get as many points as possible so they don't have to go through to a qualification. And once they get through to those points and they sort of solidify their, their, their spot in the World Cup 2023, they really need to be able to say to either one of those three players or someone out of that circle and give them responsibility and say, we're running with you. Stakes are high. Because we want you to be at a high level, and this is the standard we're looking at. And remember, sports—you will always there will always be a winner, there will always be mm. a loser, and sometimes you are not a robot. You will not be able to perform 100% all the time. So you must also be accepting that there will be a day when those things don't work out.
But yeah. if they continue not to work out for a long period of time, then it's concerned. Third ODI on Wednesday, back in Centurion, do you see the protest dominating or it being close? I feel with Quinton de Kock back in the side, we saw Kyle Verena. He's also sort of floating within the South African batting lineup. He opened in the first one, came in at three in the next one, got runs there. I think South Africa with Quinton and Yanaman Milan at the top of the innings and what happened yesterday, I think there's a great deal of confidence. I think they also got out of the blocks a bit better, South Africa, and they'll go to Centurion and really compete. Bangladesh will be at, have to be at their absolute best as they were in the first ODI to try and compete against South Africa. So I think it's set up perfectly for the three ODIs to come to a crescendo. However, as much as you, you know what, you think about them losing the first game, it's all about points. Points, points, points. Bangladesh yes. sit on 110 points. As of yesterday, South Africa sits on 49 points. They need to close that gap. They need to close the gap with number eight, six, and seven and surpass them and make sure they qualify for the World Cup. So that okay. particular game is going to be so important. Big game. Every run counts. Every wicket counts. World Super League points. Ed Rainsford, catch him on SABC Sport. Thanks, Ed, for speaking to us. Hopefully we'll speak to you again um, going forward. Let's, let's leave it there. It is um, time for news, even though it's a public holiday, but we have to go to news.